0: Like, look, sex work is working. I don't mean to diminish anything, but if you make all your money popping balloons, where pe- the, these guys pay you, I assume they're guys. I don't know. Just it seems to me, guys are paying you to pop balloons by just dropping them on them with your butt. And I remember at one point, it was like Lindsay Lohan had gotten into some trouble, and people were like, "Look, these people give a million dollars to Lindsay Lohan if she just pops these balloons, like sitting by sitting on them." And I was thinking, like, it'd be weird to say like you're talking to your kid, and you're like, "See this house." You know what bought you this house? Like, you know yeah. how many balloons I had to pop to pay for this mortgage? You know how many balloons I had to pop to pay for dinner? Like, I had to pop quite <laughs> a few balloons.
1: You know, if I had kids, I would be very open with them. And I'd be like, yeah, daddy made his money off of popping balloons with his butt cheeks. I. You're saying sitting on them. I'm talking about actually the cheeks pushing oh, I, together I, and the sheer force that's pretty of my muscular butt popping yeah. said balloons
0: hey take my money you know but and that's I how just, we
1: got the pool built in yeah.
0: i was just thinking about it because at one time i didn't have a job and i was looking on craigslist at jobs and they were like hey you want to make money you like sitting on balloons and i was thinking like hey I, sure <laughs> yes. why not you know what i mean it, it, don't yeah, I
2: care mean, that much about money but the balloon thing sounds like if great. you want to watch
1: my <laughs> yeah. toes move freely through the spaghetti and yeah. pay me Ooh, for la, it oh yeah. yeah
0: it's considered sex work because uh like i assume people are no to it but like it's also just sitting on balloons. Like I sit on balloons for free all the time, you know? Well, I don't know, not yeah, all the time, but I've done, it. I mean, I've done it mean, I mean, before. in a way,
2: if we, if we were getting paid for this, um, it would be sex work because people are obviously Jay know to this. Oh yeah,
1: um, yeah. If you only know, you've had some guests, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you. And let's, I'm looking let, right at him, center let's screen. Get, let's get his Oh wait,
0: that's me. <laughs> we're making Jake uncomfortable. Hello, and uh, welcome to Every Damn Thing, and it's a podcast where we rank everything, and I'm Phil.
2: And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the
0: list of everything. So each episode, we take items, and then we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find a link to that in the show notes.
2: So, we've known each other since way back when the WWE was still the WWF. Once, while at WrestleMania... If I recall correctly, it was WrestleMania 7. That sounds right. Anyway we were there in the square circle and you pulled a photograph out of your shorts and showed it to me. It was a picture of you memorizing the ranked list of everything. That's right. I memorized it good. Which enraged me because I thought I was the only one who memorized the rank list of everything. Every
0: last detail. So I picked you up over my head, climbed to the top of the turnbuckle and launched us both outside of the ring. We smashed right through the Spanish announcer's table and hit the arena floor so hard that it knocked the memory of the list right out of both of our brains. So we can now only access the list little bits at a
2: time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how with. With the help of our friends and listeners, we reassemble the list
0: of every damn thing. The list is now at 245 items with Dolly Parton at the top and transphobia at the bottom. 48 hours kids and kids in restaurants are on the middle of this. Now, Jake, I know what you're thinking. 48 hours, that's uh, the number of hours in two days. That's why would you yeah. rank that? Well, they're talking about the movie starring Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, right? Yeah. That's what it's what not ranked.
2: out of the question to rank a, a period of time. It's not a
0: Kinjite for forbidden subject. Um, now, here's the thing. So, I, if you want to record, the... I, wait, wait, wait. Before I'm you sorry. say, I want to say, I think you wanted me to say this. Hold up. Every last detail. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, If you want to look at the complete list, go to everydamthing.net. You can find the link in the show notes.
0: That
1: intro and gave me a Rage Boner.
0: Nice. Oh, nice. That's the best kind, right? Also, our guest the today, kind. Mr.
2: Rage Boner, Jason Marmer. Yeah. That's me. I heard you were at Phil's house uh, on a mission for little clown miniatures. Oh, yeah. The clown figurines.
1: Apparently, yeah. there's a market for clown figurines in the Rohnert Park area. And I got outbid, unfortunately, but I did get some cool records and a VCR player.
0: Yeah, I saw Jason. We saw each other. We talked bad about you, Jake. It was great. That's awesome. So speaking I of VCRs, a lot of those are from the yeah. time
2: of the 1980s, which is when uh, our first topic is from. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Macho Man, Randy Savage, uh, he was submitted yeah. by Todd
0: R. So the thing about Macho Man, not my favorite guy of that era. Like I wasn't uh, okay. uh, I wasn't the biggest wrestling fan as a, as a kid at that age.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I was aware well, of it I,
0: I and, and, and I, I remember he did some beef jerky ads and I liked those. And he was he was a really good on the microphone, like a lot of presence. And yeah. the the big thing with him was he had a rivalry with Hulk Hogan. And he was like they were there was a love triangle where Miss Elizabeth, she had to choose between these two men.
2: That was actually like his when he first went into WWF, which is in 1985. He was a bit of a heel, but then that turned around pretty quickly. So maybe the thing with Hogan started then. But before long, he was like tag teaming with Hulk Hogan and they were um they had a tag team called the, the Mega Powers for quite some time. And they feuded with other guys. But although he did feud with Hogan off and on some then and even later as well. And it was freaking yeah, over the, his... You know,
0: it's, it's hard to be at the top. There's the jealousies and whatnot. And then they got a woman got between them,
2: Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, it was his wife, his real-life wife, um, who oh. who was actually his manager, Miss Elizabeth. Uh, did she have a they... falling
0: out with him in real life? Or was that just, you know...
2: Well, eventually they divorced. And it was like one of the rare times. This la- is much later. I think it was... Yeah, it was WWF. It was '92.
0: One of the they rare times where that... things didn't work out for uh, a professional wrestler.
2: So he met her. She became his manager. They weren't married in the story of wrestling at the time. And his gimmick was that like he was crazy about her. He His egomaniacal bully. Uh, he mistreated her. He mistreated her fans. Like he, she would always get him into feuds. Um, yeah. Because he was, you know, crazy jealous and whatnot. And he had machismo.
0: But, like it was all about yeah. he. He was yeah. the macho man. He. Uh, yeah, but, pretty and, sure and he... it
1: was life imitating art or art imitating life.
0: A little bit he of was both, like yeah. his own. It was his own, probably real life personality, but kind of dialed up. A I little do bit. want to clear
1: something up because I can't stop focusing on this. You said that he was a spokesperson for beef jerky. Do you consider Slim Jim's beef jerky? Do you consider well, Slim Jim's beef
0: legally? I think that they're not beef. I think legally they can't <laughs> be called beef, but they can be called like a a meat snack or like a meat uh, uh, object or something. You know, they they okay. can't be called. But he would do these. He would do these Slim Jim ads that were. I think, if I recall correctly, the premise was that the Slim Jim was like was going to defeat your stomach. Let's come back your, to that because that's a little. It was later in your stomach, career. body slamming and yeah. doing other. Moves. I just wanted.
1: I could not think or hear anything else other than. Did he just call a Slim Jim beef jerky?
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right, I didn't. I don't. Okay. So now they, that we've
1: established that, we can move. They were on. Slim Jims. Uh, they were Slim thank Jims. You. So uh, I don't
0: Elizabeth, know what you call Slim Jim. Miss Elizabeth was eventually
2: replaced by Sensational Sherry uh, as his manager. Um, again, like, I believe you the whole You've got to get an adjective in your name. He's still married to Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Um, But then, in in WrestleMania 7, Miss Sherry attacked Randy Savage after he lost in the ring, and Miss Elizabeth ran to his side. She'd been in the audience. They were back together again. Um, A year later, he proposed to her in the ring, which led to a big on-air wedding at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful Uh, story. A year after that, they divorced in real life, and WWF broke kayfabe. One of the rare times they broke kayfabe, they announced that in their magazine. Oh,
0: Oh, that's like kind of a seismic change, a big change. Now, here, here's a question: Do you ever watch Dexter's Lab? You ever see that cartoon, Dexter's yes. Lab? I-D-D. Yes, I watched it with. So, I watched it with you quite a bit uh, back. Yeah, in there's that a Dexter's movie. Lab episode which is, um, it's based on an old uh, Marvel comic where basically there's a champion of the universe that wants to de- can defeat anybody, and the only and he, he lines up all the heroes to oppose him and to, to out wrestle him. He's played by Randy Macho Man Savage, his voice is, and only this uh, he's a little monkey. Uh, who's like uh, this character? Not not life, not
2: Randy you know. Savage, the other one.
0: No 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 yeah, and yeah, I, a I think monkey, not a monkey of that era, I guess the wrestlers that I like more who aren't on the list yet. Um, I like Ric Flair more, and I like uh, Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> the American Dream. If there's wow. a there's a uh, there's a hard times. If you ever see the Hard Times promo, it's uh, fucking it's it's out. <laughs> it'll get you. It'll get you pumped up. It's about how okay. the American people face hard times, but like right. you have to overcome them. Uh, You know, if a a computer took your job, you got to rise above these things. Oh, yeah. It's inspirational. You know, I like that kind of stuff. So
1: far in this conversation, I've now created a fantasy in my head of if I was a professional wrestler, I would would name myself Guapo Marks and I would be a Vaudevillian style (laughs) wrestler. Oh, wow.
0: Guapo Guapo Marks is a nice one.
1: A cross between Mr. Perfect and uh, the Rockers.
0: Oh, the Rockers. That would would be
1: Guapo (laughs) Marks, but with Vaudeville style.
0: So the thing to me is my favorite kind of wrestlers are like the super vain heels, like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Rockers were were like more, people were, they weren't really heels. People liked them because they're they're like rock rock The Rock was
2: one of those. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. The Rock was like that. Or like, you know, uh, Ric Flair is kind of like. Ric Flair is,
2: yeah. Every time you say
0: Ric
1: Flair, I stop myself from doing the woo. Feel free.
0: You know, the thing is, like, there's probably (laughs) some details about Ric Flair's life where you're like, oh, this guy's not a great, a great human being. But he's, who cares? Because that's not his job. His job is to like get his back broken to make Vince McMahon rich. So I'm just saying that's what all these guys' jobs are um so uh, so i'm ready to rank this guy so this guy's a wrestler he has an out, he has a really outlandish beard and sunglasses it's like has, it's it's iconic dead. you know i i don't like to throw that word around but it is I, you he, could watch, he is. he's he's, he's like
2: a, he's he's known as one of the best wrestlers ever to exist like not only is like personal style his characters but also like the way he could perform the physical feats that were required for wrestling and it's acting um, too
0: like can you sell the it's move acting? to make yes. it to, to he, like when you get hit does it does it look like the move but you know but he's been yeah. dead now i just looked this up he's he's I didn't know he was dead. I kind of forgot. I must have known at the time. I
2: did, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's known for the signature catchphrase, ooh, yeah, or how do you say it? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, it's kind of a, a Kool Aid man, Jason. He had the wraparound shades. He had the beard, do rag with a like a, a bright cowboy hat over it. Satin scarves, tied around his wrists and whatnot. Uh, kind of a crazy a long fringes on his sleeves. Dayglow colors, Very animal up. prints.
0: One of the more coked up demeanors of of the wrestlers, it seems. Oh yeah, I for think sure. Million for Dollar sure,
1: Man yeah. was probably the I mean, most coked too, up. Too.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I like to. I like uh, that gimmick that he just has. I like that there was the guy with the money that would be with him. They, like, you know, the Million Dollar Man had like a manager who carried his money for him. Yeah, is that? Am I remembering this right? I loved yeah. it. Like, I yeah. love that kind of stuff. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't even we, know what I would do if I had to come up with a gimmick. If I, had I to be, like
1: Macho Man Randy Savage. My sister, one of my sisters, was Macho Man Randy Savage for Halloween, yeah. and nice. she fucking killed it in Did the she costume put a beard department. On? She did. My other sister was the ultimate warrior alongside, and they so both warrior alive? were.
2: Slight, like amazing. He's he's absolutely one of the most iconic wrestlers, uh, and also yeah. like a very iconic person in general. Like he he might, other than the Rock, who like sort of changes image. We don't remember him as as the wrestler of the Rock. But and then and Hulk Hogan like maybe on the side. Well, the thing the about giant, his face he's is the, you s-
0: could—he's who you imagine when you imagine a pro wrestler. You could shrink a picture of his face down to about like you know thirty pixels by thirty pixels, like a little. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you—it would yep. still read as. Like, so when yep. I say iconic, I really mean like you yeah. could yeah, yeah, like absolutely. it's He has a and very also, also, particular also his voice. His
2: like the, the oh, way he yeah. speaks that's that's iconic as well so uh, oh, yes. I, I watched some of his he put out some music um including there's a there's a song called speaking from the heart from which is on WrestleMania the album which came out in 1993 mm. i really recommend watching this video like just watching his video bumped him up like twenty five spots at least in my mind. Why didn't list. he get into
0: movies like Jesse Ventura or Hulk Hogan? Why didn't? Well, he, he, he wasn't the first Spider Man movie, you may recall. Oh, was he the guy that he wrestles against? He the, played um, Bonesaw uh, McGraw.
2: He played the, the wrestler. Yeah, that he wrestles oh, yeah. against. Nice. How many and times
1: platinum did that album get? <laughs> I'm not. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> he got a songwriting Grammy though, right?
2: Yeah, he had a rap album in 2003, uh, which you should look up the rap songs too. It's pretty funny.
1: Are we going to rank him as Macho King or just Macho Man?
2: Uh, macho I think man. Macho King is included in that. He's macho man, King was... was a, macho Man, Randy like, Savage. When we ranked Hulk Hogan, we're including Hollywood Hogan in that.
0: Yeah, when we ranked Charlie Sheen, we're, we're also ranking Carlos Estevez. Like, yeah, you exactly. Know, it's, <laughs> it's a one person. Okay, so, uh, just checking. As we
2: mentioned, in 20, 2011, he died from a heart attack. While driving his car, he got a heart attack and, and crashed. They said... Um, originally said it was a collision that killed him, but it was a heart attack, apparently. So, RIP to him. Um, one funny note <laughs> about him is that... Or interesting thing about him is that he was a minor league baseball player in the early 70s. Uh mm-hmm. he was a catcher in the in the farm teams, the Reds and the Cardinals. But the thing that I think of the most every time this guy gets mentioned to me, um, and that's stuck in my head since the day I saw it, was as we mentioned, he used to do the Slim Jims commercials. And there was one where it's a couple of kids rehearsing a play and they're really doing it lackluster, in a lackluster fashion. Uh and suddenly Macho Man Randy Savage's head busts through the fucking wall right next to them, and he says, Art thou
0: bored? <laughs> Oh yeah, because they're, they're like it's rehearsing. Uh, they're rehearsing Romeo and Juliet, and then yeah. he's like, "You got to eat a Slim Jim if you want to play the continue." Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you and just yeah, you need to have a meat snack.
2: It's hilarious. And I learned today that um, the Harvard Lampoon gave him the honor. Of oh like yeah, they give him an award sometimes. Yeah,
0: I want to say it was in the two thousands. It was like it was it was not in the eighties or nineties. It was a little bit later yeah. on. I remember he's that a funny him... dude.
2: I mean, I really
0: recommend you watch his music. Is he going to come out? Are we going to rank him high and then we're going to we're going to look up into it and we're going to find out, oh yeah, by the way, a uh, uh, a super racist then he beat his wife all the time. Or you know, I like uh, I,
1: that's implied. I also God. want to clarify that a meat snack to you is not a meat snack to me. We have different <laughs> ideas of what a meat snack is <laughs> nice, if you know what nice. I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I get what um, you're saying, man. Looking
2: okay. like a snack. I know that he had an on again off again friendship with Hulk Hogan and I imagine that like I, I like to think whenever Hulk Hogan said a racist thing he was like, "No, nah, I'm not your friend."
0: No, that's not how we talk, hoaxer. Yeah, like the- exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> G- we gently correct him and try to uh, yeah. try to leave the world a better place than he left it. I don't know. I would yeah. have to say I enjoy Ooh, yeah. Macho Man. Him being in wrestling doesn't really line up with my peak interest in wrestling. Right. Like the time when I was most paying attention to wrestling was not a time when he was active. So, to, but yeah, he's but like he, a like, colorful figure
2: on that. Like what those guys that you like owe to him, including Ric Flair, yeah. who like was a, a major um, heel of his later in both of their careers. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He's a cornerstone for that, for wrestling. I'm not like a super wrestling fan, but like, I, I think that he's my favorite. Well, I also like Roddy Piper, but I think that he's my favorite of of all Well, of that, the That's kind of
0: like that. That actually points more to his, his popularity than anything else. That like, he's a name that, you know, not being a wrestling fan, like he's mm-hmm. not New Jack or uh, or someone like this or like this some obscure wrestler. He's somebody yeah. who the general public knows and is familiar with, and it's like that's why you pay the guy to be making Slim Jims, you know, because people can yeah. recognize him and they know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm ready to rank him. I'm ready to rank. Yeah, this we can guy. rank him. Okay, I'll, I'll start think ready- by
1: saying that my ceiling
0: is Jessica Rabbit, one nineteen. Your ceiling oh, is just kind of similar, okay. kind of similar. Yeah. Okay. Um I was gonna That's, say I'm not prepared to go any higher than Weird Al Yankovic because Weird Al Yankovic contributed a lot more to the world. Sorry, I just, uh, yeah,
2: I, I am willing to go higher than Jessica
0: Rabbit. But Jessica Rabbit the, is the princess of Toontown. She uh, is. Uh, I mean, but this it, is, she saved her husband. She I mean, had to play is, Patty Cake with that guy. King. And how
1: many how many times have you fapped to Macho Man Randy Savage compared well, to oh, is how it, many times we you
0: on the
2: record?
1: Fap on the record. Which record?
2: I, uh, the rap one it, like, that he made or the uh it'd be line? hard to it, yeah.
0: i'll
1: it, count it's hard your blinks to, we can't
0: analyze these things you know
1: i'll count your <laughs> blinks i'm starting now
0: i think it's too close to call and that count
2: <laughs> open your but, eyes
0: um <laughs> uh, so okay so what,
2: what well, do you think uh, about this jessica rabbit ceiling because i
0: kind of want to put him higher well where do you want to put him well i mean jessica rabbit see. is created as as like this idealized sexy woman right yeah whereas macho man is kind of similar in that he's like he is like a cartoon character of a macho man right yeah um and so in some ways they're kind of similar to that i i kind of think he should go somewhere in the neighborhood i don't know if that means above or below
1: is he a combination of all of the ymca characters
0: <laughs> or not ymca
1: sorry is he a combination of all <laughs> of the village people, village people characters wrapped into one kind of i mean and emanates oh. their hit single macho you know, man like
0: uh, yeah, I was gonna say that the, the, the former is, president, how he loves that song so much, and always is dancing around the macho man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not gay at all. It's, yeah. I don't. I think no. he didn't really do the math. Like he just he uh, he has some blind spot. Uh, well, a lot of them really. So um, so
2: like I'm looking at Popeye. That that Popeye the character, the fictional character. That's I guess a ceiling for me. I mean,
0: where, where what number is Popeye? Number no. Oh, sorry, Popeye Popeye's is number 96. Man. <laughs> he has more in common with Pluto than Popeye. And I gotta say, I do think Pluto <laughs> is underrated as a character. Like when you watch a Popeye cartoon. Mm-hmm. You realize how important Bluto and olive oil are. Like the three of them, it's a three-legged cartoon, meaning like. Yeah,
1: add Wimpy in there. That's my favorite. Well, Wimpy
0: is kind of like, he's not in all of them, you know, but I like, I I, I respect Wimpy because it's like his thing is that he likes hamburgers and he doesn't like to do anything else. And like, Mm -hmm. I get it, you know?
2: Same. Um, I kind of don't think that he deserves to be above dan akward either maybe although they're about the same interesting but i feel like dan akward
0: dan Dan akward's at 100 100. dan akward like you know he 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 has crystal skulls you know he's like he's doing a lot out there he's a he's he's creative in a way maybe it's like the kind of creativity that reads to me as creativity like he wrote a script or whatnot versus like just getting exploited by vince for your whole life not to say that that's wrong it's but it's a it's tough, you know.
2: But now I don't want to step on Jason's opinion too much. And he Why did do you say think no higher than Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit?
0: What's what? What's your argument for putting Jessica Rabbit as the ceiling?
2: Fappability? Honestly,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, fappability, First of all, I was gonna say, cubed ice, and I was gonna say that I would rather put cubed ice in my mouth before I would put Macho Man in my mouth.
0: Wait, where's cubed ice? 93. 93. Mm-hmm. What? Maybe you you and Jake are looking in the same area. And then I, I was... kind of think Jessica Rabbit. I I kind of think Jessica Rabbit goes higher, which is weird because she's not a real person. I've been told. Um, I, honestly, to like some. I
2: like Jessica Rabbit a lot, but I would rather watch this one uh, Macho Man Randy Savage video. Wait, there's only like, like
0: one thing with Jessica Rabbit in it, only for a couple of minutes. Whereas with uh, uh, Macho Man, he's got hours. Yeah, that's that you
2: because can... like all the other stuff she's done, they won't even put out because it's not that great, probably.
0: Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're sitting on it. Yeah, they're. I've sitting seen on her in it. person
2: at Toontown in Disneyland. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know this guy. I think is gonna. Wait, is you gonna... saw
0: someone dressed up like her? You saying?
2: No, no, no. It was a uh, like a uh, statue. <laughs> what's, her, what's 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 yeah. her address? We're gonna them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: thought, you mean well, like like when they have Abraham Lincoln at Disneyland, it was like that. D-
1: did you say Abraham Lincoln?
2: No, <laughs> she's like she's on, in the ride. You pass pass her by, but um. Anyways, also
1: uh, world recognition. Who do you think people would recognize more, Jessica Rabbit or Macho Man Randy Savage? Um, and I'm talking about the world, not Jessica the United Rabbit States and Florida.
0: I Jessica don't Rabbit know, probably, but like should be watched, illegal. Kids, kids don't watch Who Friend Roger Rabbit. It's not no, really but a she's a
1: Disney movie. character, so her image is embedded on all Disney.
0: Is it though? Like if you went to yeah. the Disney store, you would see Jessica Rabbit. I bet if you I went to you the WWE store, though, you would see Macho Man stuff.
1: You would be more likely to see Jessica Rabbit than you would
0: macho man at we the on google trends and see which is more popular you know what we can't we, that's i don't think we need to do that yeah, we we've got google trends that.
2: in our mind yeah. right now for the show um, notes yeah maybe for the, for the show notes, notes. so um, i, I ooh, like him a lot a good I'm okay. comparison is i think saxophone. around Jessica rabbit is good
1: macho man looks like the dude on oh, from, from lost boys from, thunderdome. Yeah. from yeah. lost boy yes exactly yeah. Yeah. i
2: think he's that, in
0: thunderdome i know what you mean the shirtless specifically
2: saxophone and rock music what what number is that at 92 92. I need to go lower. Thing.
0: Sorry, man. It's got to go lower. They, Let's okay. put it right below Jessica Rabbit.
2: No, no. I want to get real here. Jason originally <laughs> said Jessica real. Rabbit, but he seems to be leaning up in the low 90s. We to be about honest, Dan I Aykroyd. put it in the low
1: 90s because I wanted to make the reference of putting ice in my mouth before I would put Macho Man in my mouth. Yeah, but mouth. then you
2: talked about Sex and Wrong. It Robbie, was Robbie, all for Robbie, a stick. Too, which is 92. Those things are right by each other. Well, so you don't need Slim Jims There's some reason you're being drawn there. So
0: I can't put this guy above Popeye, man. Popeye punched out a charging bull and it got... It turned into a bunch of sausages and ribs and whatnot. I'm sure that Randy Savage has done the same thing. Um, but and we talked to about your question. Phil, and, I do, uh,
1: I do put a lot of meat in my mouth, just not from an animal.
2: Okay, we talked it. about. Dan I think Aykroyd I know what you mean by that. At, at 100, um, and we do, and the, I, I yeah. think that's fine. And that's that's like between the two, the Jessica Rabbit and and uh, the stuff that Jason said in the in the low 90s. But a few below that is 103. Bob Saget. And I don't think Bob Saget should be above Macho Man Randy Savage. So what if we you put him like so? No, oh, wow. I don't. These
0: are both Randy Savage who are, is great. He's gone. so entertaining,
1: man. How many divorces have Bob Saget gone through that didn't end poorly because he was abusive?
2: No, this listen the the, the divorce that well, that's uh, Randy Savage went like Randy Savage worked again with Elizabeth. Um, it was amicable. Afterwards, like things don't work as, out
0: sometimes between people. Yeah. With it. It's uh, the the pressures of being on the road and, and, and working and getting being on pain pills all the time, man. Like
2: they I had mean, an on screen romance again after their divorce. I'd work with any of my
1: exes at any given moment for money.
0: Yeah, but would you let him slam you uh, onto the mat in front of uh, 30,000 people breaking your back? and then you Are you take trying to make, make my, my pants tighter?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so All right let's put him I above think. Bob Saget between... but below goats, the animal. Those are beautiful little creatures. Okay, that's fine with me. Wait, I want to hear Jason if he's okay with it.
1: I'm golden. This is great.
2: Okay, so
1: Perfect. Macho Man
2: Randy Savage uh, goes in at uh, 103, moving Bob Saget to number 104. Uh, let's What's take a name? break and we'll come back and uh, rank the next one. Guapo
1: Marks approves.
0: There should be Gauch- Gaucho Marx, and he's a um, he's a cowboy. He's like a, a Venez- uh, Argentinian cowboy, and he's called Gaucho Marx. How about Gaucho Marxism? <laughs> Need some work. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I always thought I liked uh, Gaucho Marx, not really thinking about the Marx Brothers until I finally, I, for the first time since I was a kid, watched the Marx Brothers movies. And Carpo is so incredible. He's the all funniest the dude you ever heard of in your life, it, and he's like, attractive. Oh yeah, it's it's weird, but you know, Gaucho's funny it, like, too. They're not a bad looking guy. He is. He's What's no on? Buster Keaton, but he's, know, he's no. pretty when, sexy. When Groucho Marx is when Groucho Marx is like is saying lines, I'm like, oh, "These are boring. I hate these jokes. When's he gonna stop with this stuff?" Then oh, someone great. plays the piano, you know. But like, but but uh, Harbaugh doing that stuff, like, I'm falling out of my chair. I'm talking to, the, to whoever's sitting next to you. I'm like, "Hey, you see that?" Um, no, no, we already back. I... Oh, sorry. Yeah, are we back? Yeah, yeah, we're I think back. So you guys want okay, to move on to the next Okay, we're gonna rank, rank the next thing? thing. Are we gonna do it or not?
2: The next topic uh, was submitted by. Ephraim Schultz, this is Klaus Nomi. Uh, this is a German-born performing artist, most known in the 1970s early 80s. He was in the East Village art scene in New York. Very interesting person. Jason has a tattoo of Klaus Nomi on his body. I do. It was done by Stacey Martin. And That's a tattoo artist. Klaus Nomi is
1: special to me.
0: So now, I'm,
1: I'm glad to be here talking about Klaus Nomi.
0: Klaus Nomi is a singer uh, from Germany mm-hmm. with, as I recall, like a, a super powerful voice. And the a counter look tenor. That, and yeah. an incredible look. Like, uh, yes. uh, I, I, how would you even describe the look? Like, if you had to sum it up in, in one sentence, I like, uh, would. You... Oh
2: boy, there's avant
1: garde lot... on
0: heels. He looks like from the movie Metropolis or something like that. Kind of, yeah, yeah. His
2: his breakthrough um, act in New York was called New Wave Vaudeville, and I think that that describes his like whole vibe pretty well. Like, it's campy. Uh, he moves in a really robotic way. Um, lots of tights, uh, vinyl, and plastic. Uh, His face is like lots of makeup. His face is covered in powder. He puts his hair up in a way that accents his receding hairline, kind of is clown-like looking, almost like the man who laughs maybe. Um, His hair at least, and with the makeup. The image is really, uh, when I first saw it, I automatically thought 1920s German Expressionist Cinema vibes, which is like the movie Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Movies movies like that. like really serious, big, exaggerated
0: angles on all this stuff, and he's like classically trained and whatnot, right? Like he can. Well, think, yeah, he's uh, he's he's
2: an operatic singer. Um, he looks kind of like Andy Kaufman, yeah. um, if it was like art, artsy and futuristic, to, to me. Like mm-hmm. physically, he does. Yeah. Um, and just looking at him, uh, it seems like he belongs in a like a, a superhero group with Ziggy Stardust, Grace Jones, Max Headroom, like one of the Devo guys, Rufus from. Bill and Ted Two, yeah. not yeah. Bill and Ted One. You're and touching like, on and, a lot of the, things
1: there. He was the like a seagulls guy. He was a backup dancer for David Bowie on Saturday Night Live, in and, just in
2: in one performance. Yeah, and what was it like? Nineteen seventy-nine, yeah.
1: 79, yeah. I think and, I think David so,
2: Bowie was just looking for somebody locally to like be behind him on stage. He
1: was rubbing elbows with David Bowie in New York at one that of the clubs. Apparently, was that's really something else. I'm, I'm
2: thinking player. about that superhero group that you yeah. posited, oh, Jake, and I kind of like that Also, I think that we should idea. throw in, to that group, throw in the guy dressed like a surgeon from Prince of the Revolution just to have someone normal looking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to your
1: superhero group, though, another point to be made is that you might know him, Phil, from the Venture Brothers if you ever watched that.
0: Oh, there's he a was, character that looks like him. No, yeah. yeah. he was
1: a character. He was a henchman. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, it actually the, was, is Klaus Nomi. He was
1: one of the Sovereign's bodyguards. I
0: thought that
2: was the guy from Prodigy always. <laughs> I guess because I didn't really know that. It about was Klaus, Klaus Nomi. Nomi.
1: And he would scream. Wasn't he like a banshee? And he would scream. And that's yeah. what his oh, yeah, power that's
0: was? Like his, that's his thing. Yeah, Venture yeah. Brothers is good. Yeah, I it feel is. like it the is. The thing with Venture Brothers is that so much other stuff is the whole the culture moved in a very Venture Brothers like way in the past yeah. 10 years. To the point that it doesn't really stand out, like if it just it reads like a regular thing on TV. But it was really uh, unusual when it came out. But anyways, we're not talking about that right now. But uh, Klaus Nomi, yeah. The the other thing was he died pretty young, you know, complications from AIDS. So it's like this is he died in the early eighties at a pretty young age, and so there's a lot that maybe he could have or would have done and should have done that he never we never got the chance to see or that you know he never got the chance to do. More importantly, so this is a guy who like. Who knows what he could have done in his in his career? He, and who, what he died in say.
1: 1983, and he was one of the like first celebrity personalities yeah. to die of AIDS.
2: Yeah, even though he was kind of a minor celebrity, I would say like he's probably now most known for being one of the earliest people of like any sort of public profile to die of AIDS. Yeah, yeah, which in '83 is pretty fucking early. Mm-hmm. Uh, People should go watch the listener. We'll put links to his. I watched a lot of his songs today. I hadn't really, I I knew who he was and I'd seen pictures of him. I don't, I don't remember ever watching any of this stuff before, but I watched yeah, a lot I, of his songs today. They're pretty cool stuff. Like it's, it's pretty neat. Very eighties, but like, you know, pretty avant-garde for that. Has time. the world caught voice, up to where he
0: was yet? Voice. Like no, he was doing, he was doing some pretty experimental stuff. We'll never get to where catch he was. Up. Cause he There's was really in an alternate reality future. He wasn't like, yeah. he wasn't in 1985. He was like in uh 3008 or something.
1: Well, he was never in 1985.
0: Yeah. I'm. Well, you know what I mean. He, I'm saying when I say he was in the future, he was operating He was operating on like a, a different level you know, than, you, than yeah. other people were.
1: If you want to cry, watch the Nomi song. It was a documentary or movie that came out in 2004. Well, okay. It's really good. I don't always I, want to cry, but I'll check it out. If you I, oh, don't cry, let me know.
0: Are we qualified to <laughs> rank this guy? I
2: think so. I mean, Jason's got a tattoo of him. Yeah. Well, yeah I have I, more to I, add. I mean, Okay. Well, one Jason of, my yeah, one yeah, of my favorite bands
1: do. is Garbage, and they sampled okay. um, one of his songs, "The Valentine's Day," for their song in their 2012 album. They did a song called "Beloved Freak," and they sample Klaus Nomi. It's very subtle, but it's there, and it's a really good song. It's also a really good album. So that only adds points to which record how, is this by Garbage? Is, is that going. the one
0: that came out like in It's the not 2000s? your kind of
1: people. No, 2012, mm-hmm. not your kind of people.
0: Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I mean, it, it, like the more recent one.
1: Yeah, he was also a pastry chef. <laughs> which Jason John, can relate to, right? Which I can relate to. He was in the same circle with Keith Haring and John yeah, yeah. Michael. Yeah, Basquiat.
2: The early 80s or 80s uh, East Village, like that scene was really That's important. A pretty powerful and trio
0: and He was the three that you just mentioned.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and like he was entrenched and he was the other, you know, one of them. Like they would jump up on stage and perform with him and whatnot. Joey Arias, is that how you say his name? Um, I don't know. From Samo? Well, it was Joey
1: and Klaus that were the backup dancers in the yeah, David Bowie yeah. SNL performance.
2: Yeah, I and mean, it's good stuff. His voice is like, it's weird. It's a weird combination of like synth pop and new wave, but also he would sing in a really, an operatic style that was,
0: and you, don't, you don't really see it anywhere to other else. People on their list now, he's someone who created his own, you know, he created a character and then played that character, right? Which yeah. is kind of a thing we return to again and again on this list, where there's someone like Macho Man Randy Savage, right, who did a similar yeah. thing, or Pee Wee Herman, yeah. who did a similar Kim thing, Herman, yeah, or Weird Al oh. Yankovic, or or Cher. Anybody, yeah, like, yeah, That's what a lot of like these larger than life entertainers, you sort of create this human being or something like a human being, and then you embody that thing. And that's and I think that's why the people like like that act of creativity is something that, say, for example, Jessica Rabbit didn't do because she was created by uh, an animator with a pen, right? So. Yeah. I kind of think you have to give, like, I the people who create themselves are pretty impressive to me, right? In, in, yeah. in general, you know, and and that, you see that with a lot of public figures, right? So someone like this, he didn't just come up with, "I'm going to be a, a great singer." He's like, "I'm going to do this," and my the the thing is, like, the look is going to be like this, and uh, yeah. uh, and this is what it's based on, and it's like he it, put a lot of effort into this, and it and it and it really it really shows. And and it's a, just an interesting bit, like interesting how like stagecraft and how that kind of thing works. I don't know. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a really complicated the bigger persona. picture
2: of his persona that he creates, which is you know like a, his life sort of becomes performance art. That's impressive enough, but also like the. The individual songs are 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 really fun and really neat and really unique and um, just the performances that he did, the videos he made for him. That's also great stuff that clothing designs and and you know and hair and makeup that he did. Although apparently he he did steal that tuxedo, the plastic tuxedo thing from uh, Bowie. Uh, David Bowie. yeah, but, yeah, but um,
0: knowing who to steal from is is like yeah, that's that's also true. like difficult. Like I don't know who to steal my look from.
1: He was wearing that into 1983 prior to being hospitalized. Like he was yeah pretty Jason, much if I like had... wore that thing like regular well it was regular clothes it probably just, didn't it probably really didn't stink. dug that outfit and it is iconic of his yeah, i think um, if
0: if you have a um if you have an outfit like that that's like you're like think about peewee wearing that gray suit or like
1: i would lose my mind if peewee
0: was wearing a klaus nomi suit i would (laughs) lose no i mean i'm just saying if you have an outfit that works for you you got to just return it i told you i got a track suit so i'm going to wear that track suit as uh, any and any pretense i have to wear this track suit that i like so much i'm going to wear it
1: yeah so his album that came out in 1981 the self-titled one where he's wearing that suit that we're talking about is mostly covers and it has one of my favorite songs on it is his version of you don't own me Oh, really I didn't. Good. I
2: didn't hear that. So, like his, he, his bread and butter, I think, for a while. Oh, d- I don't mean to touch a nerve here, but his bread and butter for a while was doing, <laughs> I think. Um,
1: Nerf has been touched. All right. We, we need to stop right now and address the elephant in the room. Wait, what's
2: the elephant in the room?
1: <laughs> bread and butter pickles and how disgusting they are.
0: What makes them so bad? Do I need
1: to save this for bone picking hour?
2: We can pause. We can like Jade. bone picking hour. So right. we His had heart. a guest
0: on in our last episode, Jade, and he said that he enjoys bread and butter pickles. And you yeah. you have gone on the record saying you hate them and that you would have ranked pickles higher if they didn't exist. But they, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they dragged and the whole thing down.
1: What was it that he was calling me
2: personally? A pickle? He Well, he said that you weren't... Um, a pickle head and a pickle they, uh... head. Yeah. two
0: pickle heads. No. And There's they'll something... eat whatever pickles in the jar. They don't just, they don't uh. pick one out of the jar. I kind of, I didn't, I know, he one. didn't say
2: these words, but he, like he implied that you're a pickle poser, I think. Yeah, yeah. That is some,
1: that is some Ukiah backwoods shit right there with a uh, bread and butter pickles. That is is—that's hey, a
2: compliment, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what was, he... what, what side of the street were you on?
0: Oh, I'm Phil? from, I'm from the West side of door, which is above sea level. So I'm that's pretty like... sure
1: that's where bread and butter pickles were invented.
0: Look, man, you know that there's pickle brine in my veins, right? You know, I got some, like, uh, Semitic immigrants in my background, and they ate some pickles for sure, right? Yeah. They get those dill pickles out of the jar, I would imagine, right? Not yeah. the bread and butter. I've had a bread and butter pickle and enjoyed it, and I've reached into a pickle jar, and whatever my hand grabs onto, that's the one that I eat, whether it's dill or bread and butter. So I Are we still I kinda...
1: talking about pickles?
0: Yes, we're still talking about pickles okay. here. So I'm I'm kind of with him on that, which is like... Look, a bread and... we can't talk about pickles now. This is in the past.
1: I'm going to go on the record and say that I have had a bread and butter pickle that didn't make me want to vomit. Where was that? I couldn't tell you because I probably said this place is dead to me. They gave me a <laughs> bread yeah. and butter pickle. It wasn't the worst, but it was still a bread and butter pickle.
0: Is it dill pickle? Just sorry, a sorry, this butter has butter pickle been weighing on me
1: it? this whole episode. I tried to hold it in. <laughs> okay. yeah. well, I got triggered. I
0: don't even understand what a bread and butter pickle is. Does it just have no dill in it, or is there something else? Is it sweet?
1: No flavor. It's sometimes sweet, sometimes too sweet. It's not a sweet pickle. It's a disgusting mid-acidic. Is that even a word?
0: Yeah, I yeah. think it's the mid-acidic pickle. I think that's a
2: type of uh, accent,
1: <laughs> kind of like my Castro accent. No, no, I'm mid-Atlantic. So back to Klaus. My apologies. Your your
2: complaint has been noted. Yeah, we put a note in there. I contacted (laughs) HR
1: already. I just, you know, (laughs) you know where it Uh, came from now.
2: Oh, back to Klaus. I was going to say that he did a lot of um, covers, sort of this new wave vaudeville style, campy covers of uh, old classics, um, either like of rock and roll era or previous. uh, And they're good. It's like uh, he's definitely works in camp. And avant garde and new wave and opera is interesting stuff. Um, do you guys want to try to put him on the list? Yeah, let's put him on the list. The highest thing that I think we can compare him to, um, that which Phil mentioned is Pee Wee Herman, number 13. He kind of looks like him. I mean, he's got a got a bow tie, even if it is giant and plastic. I think he needs to be below Pee Wee Herman. Um, yeah, I do too. You also and, mentioned and- Weird Al 29. I think he, I mean, I, I like Klaus Nomi, but I think you know, he should be below that.
0: Yeah, Weird Al's brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. That's
2: Jason, I want to know what your
1: my, ceiling is. My initial thought was, and my emotions were getting the best of me. I was looking yeah. at share, just below share. <laughs> oh, but then I, okay. as we were talking, I, I was starting to put him a little lower. I was looking at Harry Styles. Okay, I mean that, and I'm still it, on my high from seeing Harry Styles. <laughs> by the way, another bone pick.
2: Well, look, <laughs> Harry Styles is great, but and, and and I actually felt a little bad for like because
0: uh, I've you know I've said,
1: oh, you threw and me and under I, the bus. You put it all on me. I. Well, it is mostly well, on you, but well,
0: you well, came on, on you, the on show you Natalie, after but... you like you had you've been in quarantine and then you go to a Styles show. I gotta admit
2: they... that like I do like Harry Styles and we he's ranked so high at number eighteen right now because we gave him the benefit of the doubt that he's yeah, going to go you. on to create right. great things and and I and I like
0: contributed to that. It's uh, kind of like though in, in the NBA when they say like. Um, Oh, this guy is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Luka Doncic is going to be in the Hall of Fame, and like, yeah, maybe one day he will be, but first he has to actually go out and you know and not break his leg or or, or twist his ankle for for ten years in a row. NBA
1: um, is hockey. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Uh, I'm just saying, like, it, it's it's on potential, right? Okay. You know, he may not live yeah. up to it. Klaus Nomi is. We we know he has, he's been, been dead for years, so we thing, can. But... We can...
1: <laughs> I would put him. I would put him around Harry Styles. I think we're on the right track, in between Harry Styles and Weird Al.
0: Now, Bruce Springsteen, oh, well, you yeah, can Yankovic. put him below
1: Weird Al. I'm. I think Bruce he, Springsteen
0: is somebody also. He he legitimately like he wrote a hundred great songs. Like, Klaus Nomi yeah. didn't didn't write a hundred great songs. Like, you know, like he was a
1: he was a great person. He contributed a lot to art. He contributed a lot to the punk scene from New York, um, and to queer culture in general. He contributed a lot. The emotional yeah. part is dying in 1983 of AIDS alone because in 1983, like people. Oh, they couldn't come to visit to you in the hospital Right. Even. So, like, that is tragic all on its own. So, I think, you know, just based on that, number one. But realistically. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, realistically, I think that. Um... I think Phil's right that um, what Bruce Springsteen has contributed overall, like his story is is not, that, Is that yeah. us?
0: Is that our identity though? Because like I'm a suburban, like straight white right. dad, right? So to me, Bruce Springsteen, like I'm like, oh yeah, he represented for me. He like put it down for my culture. He informs every thought that I have, you know, of course, like, you know, because he's, he's created this persona that appeals to me in that same way, right? So I'm not trying to be biased, but it just, it, it like Bruce Springsteen is a, like and but also I don't want to go by like this person had more number 1 records so then yeah. therefore this person is better right but but like you know he's he was lucky enough to have had a much longer career and it, ranking human beings is always tough and it's it's like always unpleasant you know like tell me a time when bill paxton showed up in a movie where you didn't pump your fist and you were excited about it but yet he's lower than other people you know and and it's like it's frustrating so, I
1: can tell you I fucked more to Klaus Nomi than I have to Bruce Springsteen.
0: I mean, that's a good what point. What about Weird Al, though? Oh, I thought we oh. were talking about Bruce Springsteen.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Weird Al, I, get, you know, I can't speak on how many times I've boned uh, a Weird Al.
2: Yeah. So.
1: And I'm not going to tell you what song. Because there's t- only one.
2: <laughs> We're gonna take into under, well, your thoughts under consideration, uh, Jason. Yeah. But I'm gonna chime in on where I would naturally put Klaus Nomi, which uh, Phil had mentioned. Bill Paxton, who is where
0: is he at? Uh, Bill Paxton is number 46. I was 46. I have the perfect uh,
1: spot. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Right between Shakira? Brooklyn and Saturday Night
2: Live. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think he deserves to be above Saturday Night Live because when he did shine, he shined brighter than that has shown overall. And he was on Saturday Night Live and he was in Brooklyn. And that puts him a couple before Graffiti at 42, which is uh, he, his homie uh, Basquiat was into Graffiti. Yep. So Klaus Nomi, the person, goes in at 39, moving Saturday Night Live to number 40. Let's take a break and then we'll, we'll come back and rank another thing. I'm Klaus Nomi.
0: Welcome back. We're going to talk about a new thing now. What is it? Who submitted it? Beth G. submitted this. So okay, we know her. She suggested placers floss flossers. Now placers flossers are these little plastic things that hold a tiny bit of floss in them. So mm-hmm. you ever had that problem where you take uh, you're trying to floss your teeth, but you have to like get the thing out, and then you gotta, and you end up using too much. So this only, you oh, only yeah. use a, a small, tiny bit of, of floss, right? And they come in and do, up with different flavors. They have a mint flavor. There's one with two strings. There's one with a little sand in it for the hard of hearing. There's uh, a, a, a gentle slide. <laughs> there's the one with the ortho pick. There's ones for kids, which are in funny colors. The one of recycled yeah. plastic. I don't know. You know. There's one that's got. Uh, uh, a cock uh, it, ring, yeah, a cock ring, orange juice, dipped in orange juice. Uh, there's another one that's like a uh, dusty, you know, for like ghosts, uh, things like that. <laughs> different. There's different. There's different brands of it. Yeah. Um, J Lo has her
1: own brand of them. Is oh, that really? true?
0: Yeah. it's Lo, J, J- Lo placers flossers. Um, you can get the one with like a, that talks to you and tells you how long to floss for. I think it's essentially a better, little plastic
2: thing. It looks like a, it looks like a tiny miniature guitar with one string, or apparently two strings sometimes. Yeah. Oh, you can
0: pluck it and play a little, a little flossing song. Yeah.
2: Let me go and back. I think the better reference would be Jewel
1: has her own brand of uh, placards.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah. Do well, you, you, you ever Jewel's see, teeth? I remember Jewel uh, had the Gillette ad. The Venus. Yeah, the Venus. Uh huh.
1: Was it the Venus? And it was Honestly, the no, yeah. it was the Intuition because she used the song Intuition when she had her, her, her pop breakout. Am I a big huh? Jewel fan? Have you seen Undercover Boss with Jewel, <laughs> with Andrea Deluca?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't seen. That.
1: Am I a fan of Jewel?
0: I, I don't <laughs> consider myself a Jewel fan. I'm, I, you know, I'm aware that she exists. I, you know, the that,
1: Intuition I, video. It's gonna link in the show notes. Okay. It is. Uh, is it a Gillette ad?
0: I just remember it wasn't was not in Gillette. Gillette. It was. I remember intuition. the name of the
1: is razors it? were Intuition. Was it Chic? I don't know. Whatever she
0: got to change her name, <laughs> I but mean,
1: it was the name of whatever she was pitching was intuition, and it was the song
0: intuition.
1: That's my Joel impression. I feel You're like welcome. after
0: Shakira, like people didn't want to hear about Joel anymore. Sadly, yeah, you know, that was a problem for her once you know once Shakira was around. She's still so, doing her
1: thing. Yeah, Jewel I know, is. but it's
0: like there's only room in the culture for it. Seemed
1: she actually ju- didn't she just back up Seth Rogen back up like Rogen. he was parking in the no. parking spot. Sorry, I said Seth Rogen didn't oh. she just come out and back up joe rogan i'm not oh, sure saying like
0: joe rogan is good and uh, uh not, not like no. i
1: think he's good it was
2: more of like a she's like i, I don't like vaccines type of way probably no not like that uh, you sure i'm pretty sure because <laughs> okay. there was someone
1: else that was in that too where i was like all right you guys are just like doing the free speech thing even though it's a private yeah. company this is
2: hey this podcast isn't coming out for like a week so this is gonna be old news by then with this yeah, with this yeah cycle
1: it, it, like Imagine going, an old I mean. newspaper
0: that says Jewel backs up Joe Rogan. You and get Joni like... <laughs>
1: Mitchell exiting your platform, and just all things are downhill okay. from there.
2: I know we should, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want Joni Mitchell to uh, boycott us.
1: And yeah, I also yeah, yeah. Oh, jewel for that. We, also like we depend on Joni Mitchell
0: income. Like she sponsors a lot of our stuff, so we don't want to offend her. You know, so and if I get like, fact checked,
1: I'm over. I'm done. So here's <laughs> the thing Stick about these me, guys. Okay, here's They're the great. thing about they make,
0: they make people floss more. I know the dentist mm-hmm. often says, like, you gotta floss more. Well, guess what? Yeah. Having the placards they they'll make you floss more. I don't know why, but it's it's more convenient to do. That's
2: because you've already paid for them. Yeah. And also you feel guilty about wasting all that plastic. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say it fills up the
0: landfill. How much I use these placards to floss my teeth with? How many of these things are in the landfill now quite a few so that that knocks them down a little bit although yeah. it probably balances out because like i said flossing more means like it'll be better for my teeth in the long run so well, they yeah, also but, but like make
2: but compostable like, ones by the way yeah they, they do make yeah. they, but they does, make does, exactly does, does Plackers make compostable
0: ones yes Plackers okay. brand does make
2: even them, though yes. it's even still it's wasteful so like phil you're right flossing your teeth is good but like my wife pointed this out for me you can make the fucking thing with the with the floss with your with your fingers. You know, you can make the floss tight with your fingers and use that. You can do it just you
0: can make it just as tight as the flossers does. And then you're and sticking also, your fingers in your mouth fully Look man, Jake, just wash your hands. Jake, why do you drink water out of a cup? Why don't you use your hands? You can drink Real, your, you can use your hands to drink water. Damn. Yeah, but it's not
2: wasteful. The cup isn't wasteful. The cups <laughs> Wait, are reusable. Yes, Wait, you're
0: putting shoes on when you can just walk around barefoot? What do you think the soles of your feet are I do want to say
2: like normally I would like try something out like for if we're breaking something on this, mm-hmm. like, you know, normally I might go get some and try it out, but I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to buy all that plastic. I asked Phil to send me some of his used flossers. But they didn't mm. get to oh, me in yeah. time for me to use them. I can do some witchy shit. I get a lot of requests that.
0: for my floss. Like you know, that, a lot of the cloners they're trying to get me like, to <laughs> yep. do some clones. Yep. Uh, that's me. Also, there's
1: the water things picks. I'll do to your clone, Phil. Let me tell you. Right,
2: nice. We nice. we have a water pick here at our home, and we use those, and those work great as well. And you don't require. Oh, you got much the teledyne
0: water pick. I don't. I don't know if it's <laughs> that one.
1: Do you guys do the thing with the or Phil? I guess because Jake doesn't use them. Do you do the thing when you use them? You take it out and you look to see what magic has come out of your teeth, and then you suck it back up, and then continue uh, on your day.
0: Uh, what I do is I take pictures and uh, okay. and I log them. Yeah, I log oh. the I log the output, anything that was stuck in my teeth, right. and I, would I make... put a date and then I, I geotag it so that I know, would
1: buy that coffee table book.
0: Yeah, I put it into the database. <laughs> you know, you gotta <laughs> log everything. Always be
1: logging yeah. as they... I'm gonna tell you now. If you decide to turn that into a coffee table book, customer number one right here.
0: All right, sounds good, man. I'll keep that in mind. We we got to keep that in mind when we rank it. I can think of something that is a tool as well and is uh, very similar. Oh um, my God! I know where you had it. It's this.
2: number seventy-eight nail clippers. They oh don't—they don't mutilate <laughs> Phil's penis as as much hey, as.
0: What about as that nail pointy thing Although at you the could end? Do, you
2: could really get—you could really go to work on your on your penis with a right. the, with a the placard flosser.
1: Yeah. What about the little pointy end? If that ends up in your pee hole.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh or like, God, are you or, you, or you, take
2: the floss you know to it. Like, I'm not long enough of that it, it. Like,
0: cuts it. It braises it. I'm not afraid of it like I'm in nail clippers. On the other hand, nail clippers are essential. Like you have to have nail clippers. You can't. What else are you going to cut your fingers with? I mean, your fingernails. We could bite your them teeth with your teeth,
2: and that would, would actually Most help like to floss foreskin. your teeth a little bit too. Clean your teeth some. <laughs> uh, I think that they should go below nail clippers.
0: Uh, okay. If only says I don't want to talk about nail clippers anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, I think marriage is pretty good. I think they should go below marriage. Where's marriage? Right? Yeah, you're right. Marriage is number so
2: one. Another tool we have, similar thing you put in your head. At 114, we have earplugs, which like at... earplugs would be really difficult to mutilate your penis with. Like you'd yeah. have to really work at it to do that. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I use earplugs on a regular basis. I'm I'm looking at 209.
1: Steve Jobs, innovative, <laughs> yes, but necessary.
2: And yeah,
0: yeah. You know what? I kind of like that. I think you you hit it right there. Yeah, but you think above him or below him? I think...
1: Above. (laughs) above, yeah, above. (laughs) Fuck Steve Jobs. I mean, edit that.
0: (laughs) I don't know. What, he's going to get you? His ghost is going to hear you? Are you
1: fucking kidding? He's probably already knocking on my door. Not him, personally,
2: but Klaus Nomi as his henchman.
0: All right, so Plackers, Flossers enters the list at number 209.
2: Yeah, moving Steve Jobs to number 210. Get a job, am Uh, I right?
0: Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly. They're up there with him and him and Klausonomi and, and Macho Man Randy Savage are up there uh, looking over us right now, approvingly, yeah. because Steve Jobs knows that these things should be.
0: Above. Which version of Steve Jobs
1: is up there? They have to is floss it, in heaven. What it, model of Steve Jobs are we on now? Oh, you think know. that
0: they gotta uh, have a Doombot? You know, out I've with said Steve too much.
1: Jobs. I have said too much.
0: They're gonna get you, man. It's too late. <laughs> <Hey, laughs> did you see the Steel Magnolias uh, uh, reboot with the all black cast that was on TV? Yeah. Was I haven't good? watched it. I missed it. I know. You I know it? it's out, and I, I just surprised me. I was like, "Oh, I, it's kind of interesting." I know you're a Steel Magnolias guy, so I want oh, yeah. to know. Yeah, I haven't seen it.
1: I'll watch it. I'm excited to watch anything Steel Magnolias.
0: Okay, since we're on TV
2: talk, Wait, I that, wonder if Shelby
1: we, dies in this version.
2: We got to watch. Hey, spoiler um, alert, man! Spoiler
1: alert. Sorry, got to watch
2: Blind Spotting. Oh, I okay, do have okay. to watch that.
1: It's great. All
0: right, so T- TV, time is known. TV time is done. TV time is over. All, that's all. Wait, for TV I do
1: have to say that the finale of and just like that just happened no mm-hmm. and it 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 was great right.
0: that's your show that it. doesn't have kim control <laughs> in it who's gonna watch oh, yeah. that man? she
1: on. she's technically in it via text messages <laughs> and I don't know. Spoiler alert. i'm hoping that they're gonna pay her the big bucks for season two and we're gonna oh, get no. some season Kim control really? i don't need
2: to we don't oh emotional again the All tears right. uh, okay i'll see you this weekend oh, for drag race jason let's, um, let's close this up
0: Okay. Thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it.
2: Go to everydamthing.net for an updated listen to show notes. If you have something you'd like to add to the list of everything or anything else to say to us, uh, email us at listeneverydamthing.net. At
0: Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can suggest topics there as well. Subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen. Our theme is by Jade Puget.
2: Oh wait, Jason, did you want to plug anything? Um, or like maybe we should tell the listener to like if they're trying to give you links to miniature clown sales oh, or something. Oh yeah, if you got um, your finger on the
1: pulse of where to get some clown figurines not you know the glass blown ones are cool and all but I want like the precious moments clowns not at the precious moments prices if you know what I'm talking about
2: yeah send those to Jason we'll put his uh, Instagram in the show notes yeah (laughs) if you enjoyed the show please rate and review it on your platform of choice send us a screenshot of a five star review we'll bump your submission any submission of your choice to the front of the queue rank it earlier also if you want to support the show in general you can just recommend it to a friend That's the best thing to do. I was distracted doing this because I was trying to think of a rank pun.
0: You don't need to because we can say ranks for everything. Say it. Say it. Ranks for everything. (laughs) Oh, Yeah.